0: Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Oh,
1: welcome back to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats, and that is correct, fans. We are back in studio, COVID-free, ready to do this for the remainder of the season. As always, I am your host Adam, and I am joined, of course, by your favorite co-hoster. Happy to have him back in the studio. Look at those eyes, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Jeremy
0: Boucher, how are you, buddy? Very good. I'm wearing pants again. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so here we are, uh, back in the studio. Yeah, you were uh, kind of on the uh, protocol list last week, and uh, oddly yep. enough, oddly enough, it is uh, starting to spread within my family—not oh, my, no. my, my immediate family—but uh, you know, my three nephews are positive. My brother-in-law is positive, and I'm pretty sure that will be my sister will be in the next few days as well. So, yikes! Uh, never good. Yeah, it's. Um, Going to, uh, yeah, which is kind of funny, uh, they don't even report the numbers anymore, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's funny it how here. much is out there right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. That's... Yeah, we're happy to be back wearing pants, because uh, <laughs> I uh, will not say what I was wearing last week, and I was doing the show from my bedroom, but uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well... I hope, you're, I hope you're wearing
0: pants because- uh, I wasn't wearing you, pants, actually. I was what in mind to wear. I
1: was going to say, what you didn't hear on the show is how you were interrupted midway through your sentence. Yeah, it's true.
0: <laughs> I was in mind to wear. Uh, what you didn't hear on the show is my mother walked in. <laughs> yeah. Not the first time my mother's walked on in on me. <laughs> you met, uh, but, mid, uh,
1: uh, mid-sentence, he's talking. I can't even remember. I, oh, I think you were talking about the Barbs at the Red and White game. And just uh, you're, all of a sudden, you just stop talking for a minute. And I'm yeah. like, you're like, yep. My mom's in here, so I will have to edit that part out. Which good thing with video, you don't have to worry about trying to edit that part and go from yeah, there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's it's just it's just good to have you back in the studio. You full? You, yes, you're full? yeah. That was a yeah. delicious
0: supper. Your uh, your wonderful wife made a uh, yeah. delicious butter chicken for us. So uh, that was that was oh man, I'm still stuffed. <laughs> I'm always got like I'm, I'm feeling tired. Yeah, the, the naan bread, the naan bread is the cal, it's the carbs and the naan bread that just. <laughs> Wipes you, wipes That's you. Exactly,
1: and you know, good, good, good thing we were able to get down in the studio because we just about thought about doing this while laying down, Ugh, um, yeah. because we're just both uh, so the, full. So, Adam yeah, and
0: Jeremy cuddle session.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about a talk about an episode. It is the April Fool's episode. Um, we're getting to this one a little bit later. It is Friday, April first. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, here's the contest: Watch on YouTube, listen to this wonderful show, let us know how many mistakes we make through the show. Um, let us know what they are, how many there were, and you have a chance to win a $25 gift card from friend of the show and uh, supporting loyal listener, Ryan Dupuis. Uh, he hit us up, said, hey, can I donate some some cash for you guys to do a giveaway? And we said, "Absolutely, a we, freaking uh, We will never turn that down. Um, whether you want to donate for a, a gift card or gift certificate or you want to sponsor We'll never turn you down. We accept everything. So um good on him for, for allowing us to do that. So pay attention closely and uh let's get this thing kicked off. Big brother Canada last week.
0: hmm Uh my guy still in. Kevin is still around. Yes. Uh and my man Moose. Is also still around. Nice. Uh, The same cannot be said for our NCAA March Madness picks. Oh! As uh, both of our teams, my Gonzaga Bulldogs and your... Arizona Wildcats. Arizona Wildcats went down to defeat. The same uh, night, basically. Yeah, which is funny because... The night after, right?
1: Yeah, I messaged you and I'm like, ah, you lost. And then I woke up the next day and went, ah, you lost. (laughs) Uh, But no, the... um, So we're better picking... Big Brother Canada than we are at uh, March Madness right now is what you're saying.
0: Yes, yeah, very true. But uh, man, those uh, th- that Saint Saint Univers- Saint Peter's those peacocks, those peacocks, yeah. Man, they uh, they I know they're so out now, close. but they uh, they 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 they, they cause some surprises, man. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, get ready to see that team in future years and start you know, go, got to fear the cock uh, <laughs> in the next uh, next two years. That's actually a shirt that they were selling. <laughs> yeah, I know. You saw the, the fa- there was fans wearing a shirt that said like "Fear the Cock" yeah, with, Pete, with, with the, like lo- with the logo. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so yeah should... I, I like the uh, the Fresh Prince. Uh, somebody had a, the back in the their college was the Peacocks. Oh yes. So they had the Peacock strut, and someone had that when they were getting uh, when they were going to the uh, the Elite Eight. Uh, oh yes, just before yeah. they were eliminated because the the run they were on. But that's okay. the thing about NCAA. It's hard to pick the number ones. Um it was almost the first time in a few years, I think I was hearing there wasn't gonna be a number one seed in the final four. Mm-hmm. Kansas was able to get there, so you got Villanova Kansas, UNC, and Duke.
0: But back to Big Brother. When, when you said fresh prince, I thought we were gonna talk about the Oscars for a little bit there, but <laughs> no we're gonna, back no. to Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so Moose is still around, uh Kevin is still around. Uh, this week's, uh, Kyle was evicted, uh, last week, unanimous vote, the first unanimous of the season, um, which is funny because he was head of household the week before, right? So okay. to go from HOH to evicted, oof, that's a tough, uh, that's a tough turnaround. Um, HOH this week is Jessica, uh, and, uh, they nominated, um, uh, Moose, my guy, my guy, Moose, and uh, Herman, and uh, of course, spoiler alert. Thank you, uh, Herman uh, wins Power of Edo. Okay, and he takes himself off the block, and uh, Tanisha is named as the replacement nominee. So this week we'll have either Moose or Tanisha evicted. Um, I don't know where my guy sits right now. Uh, so you know fingers crossed I uh, hope the best that so he can uh, survive the uh survive eviction this week
1: all right and you're seeing more of the uh like I asked you last week you're kind of seeing more of the how's Marty doing because he was honestly a household last week yeah.
0: right? Marty had one of the more iconic um Big brother Canada quotes that you'll ever I, I that I can ever remember um because of course last week he was gino put him on the block and from everything i understood marty was going to be the target and he was uh-huh. going to be the one walking out the door um but marty big time clutch won the pov and took him off the block so at the pov ceremony marty looks gino straight in the eyes and says gino it sucks to suck <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, probably one of the more, like I said, in terms of quotes, uh, uh, in Big Brother, you know, um, that's, that one's right up there with, um, uh, Rachel from, you know, seasons and seasons and seasons ago on, on the American version when, um, she said, floaters grab a life vest. (laughs) Uh, that's That's pretty good. That's, you know, one of the more, that's how I would say probably the most iconic Big Brother quote of all time. Uh, in my opinion, there's probably other ones that some people will think, but yeah, it sucks to suck uh, was, that was a good one. I like that
1: quote. I've, it sucks to suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Mass Singer, you're caught up. We had uh, we had some, I almost said we had some evictions, but we had some eliminations. Uh, Firefly for Team Good is headed off to the finals. Um, so I, I guess we'll have a new five uh, coming up. Uh, well, as you hear this uh, on April 1st, we'll have another five that come out on Wednesday. Um, we had a couple uh, reveals, uh, thingamabob, we nailed it with the Philadelphia Eagle and the NFL player. Um,
0: just not the right player. Just not
1: the right player. Uh, Jordan, Jordan, Maeletta and Cyclops was Jorge Garcia from the show lost. Um,
0: from a lot of shows. Yeah.
1: I I felt good on the, uh, the NFL player being Chris Long. Like I felt Mm -hmm. really good on that one until the last week where he's like talking about how he was talking to his parents and. You know, making a big decision and you didn't come from a lot. And I'm like, Yeah, Chris Long's dad was Howie Long of the Raiders that won Super Bowl, so that yeah. probably isn't it. But I got no I I knew it was an Eagle. I just didn't know. I was like, son of a Jeremy's gonna be right again. <laughs> like, I felt so good about that one and then I was yeah. just like, wait a minute, no, that's he he didn't exactly not come from from uh from money as they say, with his dad playing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So um and then yeah, Cyclops Jorge Garcia was lost. Uh that was a bit of a He's a bigger dude. That psychops kind of, I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're thinking it's going to be a smaller person inside that, but he kind of filled that out. And uh, yeah, I I still don't know who Firefly is. I have no idea.
0: Just a very, very good singer. Yeah. Uh, I don't
1: think it's Alicia Keys.
0: No. Um, I don't think it's like. Alicia Keys would blow blow the competition out of the water. Now, those
1: talented singers could maybe, I don't want to say throw their voice, but Mm -hmm. um, make them seem like they're not the best of singers but i just uh, alicia keys just seems too easy lauren Hill's is a good one though lauren hill as a guest seems like a, a very good one
0: mm-hmm. I'd think Mon- i think monica or brandy yeah. uh that's the, really the only uh, two i can think of it's they've never been on the show i don't think so for me it's kind of one of those ones that i'll just stick with one of one of those two
1: yeah okay um, and of course, we uh, we don't know who we're getting on the show, but we are probably going to get five other ones. Uh, oh, wait. There's 15 of them, right?
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah.
1: So this could be the week where Space Bunny is revealed, and from lead-ups to what I heard coming into it, people walked off the show for it. So we'll have to see if that's... What? Uh, oh, yeah. There was a... I, I don't know if they actually if they went ahead and got somebody new after the backlash, but what I heard was... One of the characters was revealed as really Rudy Giuliani, who was a big Trump supporter, and, right. and, and like that. Yeah, and he was revealed, and I thought he was Space Bunny, uh, but I, I don't want to go out on a. That's what I thought I heard, and uh, Ken Jeong and um, Robin Thicke got up and walked out. <laughs> yeah, so I was wow. like, well, if that was your, wow. if that was your filming, I really hope you turn around and refilmed everything if that's even possible. But I mean, that would be when he was revealed, they got up and walked out. So wow, we could be in for, that. which kind of goes in what this season's been with Firefly walking off the stage and yeah. uh, Duff Goldman losing his head. And <laughs> what was the other one? Um, uh, what was the other one? One of them, there was one other one. Oh, Firefly choking. Yes. When she started singing. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So, I mean, the drama's been there in this one, so I'd I, be very interesting to see if they actually stick with, stick Jesus. with that. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's. I mean, <laughs> of all the people, yeah. you know, it's. Uh,
1: yeah, at least when they had Antonio Brown in season one, he wasn't crazy yet. But that's but, that's uh, not a good one.
0: Uh, if there's a if there's a, a hint for the uh, clue, that's. Uh, four seasons landscaping <laughs> anybody that followed the u.s election will, will yeah. you know will clue yeah. on that one But yeah. if, there's, if there's a four seasons if there's uh, landscaping... a four season <laughs> yeah yeah that's a perfect
1: clue uh so as always don't forget to follow us on twitter monkton wildcast instagram wildcast podcast tiktok and don't forget to like and subscribe on the youtube mr boucher wrestlemania weekend is upon us it's two night events starting tomorrow they've kind of done this uh since the pandemic they kind of spread it out into two nights um What's your favorite WrestleMania? What's your favorite WrestleMania moment growing up? Do you have
0: one? Well, um, for me, it's I didn't the really, next one. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really like. I've watched WrestleManias, but really, I didn't start watching pay per views until the WWE Network came out. Yep. Um, when because, it was
1: twelve dollars instead of
0: well, remember when it was whatever forty nine ninety five for only nine ninety nine when they used to say that every week on, on Raw now it's like yeah. double that price. Yeah. Um yeah, honestly, I only started watching pay per views when that came out just because you know the, the the return on investment was just you know through the roof because pay per view is fifty bucks and you're paying nine ninety nine for the whole network. I mean yeah. it's a no brainer. Um so for me, um, it's the streak. When uh, uh WrestleMania yeah, 30, yeah. Yeah. when uh t- Brock Lesnar uh, defeated the Undertaker to uh, snap his uh his uh, WrestleMania winning streak, that for me was just one of those. I just remember that that uh, fan in the crowd that's with with the shirt that says "Just Say Yes." Yeah, but his face was just The eyes. Yeah, where right? he was shook. Uh, and I think I I shared the same you know feelings. Right, you just didn't expect it to to end. Yep. Uh, so. To hear that, that the cr- literally the crowd of like 80,000 people, it goes completely silent. And you're at home and you're literally the same thing. You're just sitting there silent. And you just can't believe what you just saw. That, yeah. for me, is just a moment that's, you know, it'll just stick in the back of my head forever.
1: Yeah, that's, um, he doesn't remember that, eh? The Undertaker? He got knocked out. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, uh. He's Now he's doing more of the interviews, stuff like that. So he's a little bit more open. But uh, I heard an interview where he doesn't remember exactly where he got knocked out. He, he can pretty much pinpoint where it probably mm-hmm. was. But he's like, I, I don't remember anything for two weeks leading oh, up. Like, wow. huh. In and around that, he got knocked out. So, I mean, the fact that he was able to finish the matches. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, that's one of those that will live in. And for me, it's too bad that the streak was retired because I think Undertaker went on to lose two other ones after yeah. that. But um, it's one of those things where if you're going to end it, does Brock Lesnar need the bump to his legacy to end the Undertaker streak? Like, I mean, who else is going to beat the Undertaker? You had all them for the 21 in a row. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's that's where I was. I was like, really? Brock Lesnar?
0: Really? Yeah, it was for me. It was, it was that that was kind of it, too. Like, it was it's. I mean, Brock Lesnar, but, uh, at the, at the same time, they, they, the, the, what they built it after, I think they did really well. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, they played it off really well. Uh, and yeah, just so honestly, that's just one that's going to stick with me for, for a while. There's not something I, more recently than that, that just stands out, uh, as, uh, as something bigger. So that's. Just,
1: no, that's, that's one of the biggest, yeah. um, for me, it was uh, the, the match that I remember is the one of the most iconic matches, and that's the ladder match, uh, WrestleMania 10, between Razor Moe and Shawn Michaels. It set the bar for ladder matches, and it was the first of its kind. Um, and then the next one, again, first of its kind, and it was two of probably the best in, in-ring uh, wrestlers that there are, and that was the Iron Man match between Bret Hart and Shawn oh, Michaels yeah. that went an hour, uh, went into overtime. Um I mean if, if you're a, a fan of just pure wrestling um and you just want to watch a good match for an hour uh, um that is from start to finish that is one of the best matches I think that I've ever seen um it, it that WrestleMania in general though the uh, the Roddy Piper and the Gold Dust Hollywood Backlot brawl uh where they kind of went a playoff of uh, OJ Simpson so they had the chase in the in the white Bronco <laughs> in the car, everything. Um, but yeah, those are probably the two moments uh, for me that I remember. I mean, the Undertaker, Sean, uh, or not Sean. Oh, what's his name? Shane McMahon jumping off the cage at <sighs> WrestleMania yeah.
0: thirty. Oh, these things kind of run. It's pretty together. recent. Uh, a couple, at least a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I know. I think I watched that what one. What WrestleMania are we at here? I Have no idea. Thirty-eight. Something like that. That makes sense. 38. So WrestleMania, let's go 37 okay. and see where that gets me. It's a, it's, a, it's
1: at least 38. Yeah. So WrestleMania 37 was the one that was in Tampa that was canceled due to COVID. Yeah. And that's funny. See. I, I go back to my stories on Instagram, on personal account, like, like the year before, I was like, hey, Layla, you want to take a trip to Tampa to go see Raymond James <laughs> Stadium and go see WrestleMania? Nope. Uh, so yeah, it would have been 30. So 38 is this one. So thirty. 34 35 he jumps off the cage. Yeah. I get I, I believe against the Undertaker, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm uh, kind of glad they're going to two nights now. Um get I, more
0: you can get more in that yeah, one. Yeah.
1: I was like I like I didn't mind the WrestleMania the one night, but I remember WrestleMania 35 in New York. Um when Kofi won the title and it was at like he won the title at like 11 30. Uh, East Coast time, so 10:30 there, mm-hmm. and it still had three more matches after that. And I'm like, you just had Kofi Kingston beat Daniel Bryan. The pop was unbelievable. Everything else is a letdown. Now it's just like yeah. you come up, and then you're like, if that was your ending, and then you go into night two, which I think the WWE's kind of figured out. WrestleMania 32, yeah, in in Dallas, Texas. So
0: that WrestleMania with the Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. I mean, just that that match, the Daniel Bryan winning the belt. I think that was the same him and against yep. Triple H and Batista. Yep. Um just that with that match too. Like that was that was me. You know, you're kind of going against the odds, but you also had a same you also had a feeling that Daniel Bryan was going to win that match. That was
1: the yes movement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so that was that I mean that match too was was wild and uh yeah, that was so that was a great WrestleMania.
1: And then really you put Stone Cold and the Rock. Yeah. In any WrestleMania and yeah, it's uh and we might get Stone Cold again. Is that so why you're tuning into WrestleMania? Cause, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The KO show. He got. Yeah. He, he got he everyone. Got everyone last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. That was. uh That was fun to watch with him bringing out that music and. uh So yeah, WrestleMania, it's gonna be a good weekend for Wildcats fans. Last last weekend, you had the, the the shutout that we're gonna talk about, and then Canada goes on and, and qualifies World World Cup. Now we got. Bathurst coming to town, and it's WrestleMania weekend, and there's someone coming to Moncton from Bathurst, which we're very excited about. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good time. Let's get the news and notes from around the queue.
0: News and notes from around the queue.
1: <laughs> All right, well, we had a Team White victory over uh, Barbs and Team Red at the CHL Prospects game. I don't know how much of it you watched. I watched probably the first half because it's just too late. I'm old now. Yeah, um, it's a sleeper. Yeah. No, I fell
0: <laughs> out, I, honestly, I fell asleep after the first period. Oh, really? Uh, I saw Barbshev had a couple shifts, and yeah. that was it.
1: A couple shifts, couple hits. Uh, didn't put. I was hoping to wake up to see him put a couple points on the board. Uh, he was on the fourth line, which... I mean in a game like that it really doesn't it's like an all-star game it doesn't matter what line you're on you're going to you're going to be seen you're going to be playing and uh I thought he did exactly what you had spoken about and we've talked about no points but he did the little things with the blocks and the shots and some hits and just you can see a change in his game from going to that tournament or oh going to my that game
0: oh god he's a different player he's yep. on a, another level right now yeah he just he just played himself he's yep. uh didn't play himself he he, (laughs) he played he played his game or yeah i said last week it's i don't i don't see it as an all-star game because if it was an all-star game then jordan dumay would have been there yeah uh this is just a situation where you 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 want to fill players in where where you think we're any where nhl scouts see them playing uh you know in the nhl and Barbashev. You know maybe if he's if he's lucky, he'll be a, a third liner in the NHL mm-hmm. uh, or a you know, fourth line. He's you know he's not gonna be top six in 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 the uh, in the NHL. let's 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 be honest there. So we're going to play a fourth line prospects game, block some shots, lay some hits. That's his style of play. yep, uh, I think he did really well. Uh, and yeah, he for him to you know come back after that game, uh, you know, five am. flight. Out yeah. of Toronto, you know, you, and they have to play at 7 p.m. that night, and he still goes out and gets, like, what, three or four points?
1: Three points that night.
0: Yeah, against Cape Breton, so uh, props to him, you know. Don't know how many scouts made it to that game because of the travel from, <laughs> the, uh, from the night before, but, uh, you know, he's... Um,
1: but if they're watching online...
0: Yep, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's slowly creeping up there. Blows my mind how he didn't get a star in that
1: game. I mean, yeah, it, it was a win, so we're not going to nitpick it, and we're going to get to it here in a little bit, but... I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? Dude flies in at 5 a.m., gets two goals and an assist, and doesn't get a star. Well, he's gonna be rewarded here in a little bit. Stay tuned. Um, we have now three QMJHL teams that have clinched playoff spots: um, the Sherbrooke Phoenix in the West and in the East. It's the Quebec Rampart and the PI Rocket. And which is finally good to see some actual teams, you know, qualifying for the playoffs. Um, the WHL and the OHL have been doing it for a couple, yeah. X. Yep. Oh, we're going to change our X. We're going to get that. Are you a fan of that X thing, or do you ever do it? Like when the Flames qualify, do you change yours no. to an X? No.
0: No. No. I'm not into that stuff. That's no. just pff, <laughs> social media propaganda. Like, I don't get, it. I get X, X this, X that. X going to give it to you. I'm pretty, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I'm not. I'm a sports guy. Or yeah. I don't know. The X stuff, it's the Y stuff, and you know.
1: The team thing? You
0: no, know, stupid. Dumb. no
1: that's what i mean it's the team thing it's a Let's team it... thing yeah let the it's... teams do it i just didn't know if you did
0: i'm hey, okay with sure. it uh, i can pass
1: all right sounds good and uh the qhl team of the week getting closer like i said we thought maybe barbs would get it maybe kalmikov having good weeks but uh alas no wildcats we will get on there once this week xavier parent for Sherbrooke, uh, three games he had eight points justin cote for drummondville three games five goals two assists uh Ravis Christians Ansons for the Sea Dogs, four goals, three four games, three goals, five assists. No allowing for the Islanders, uh, two goals, four assists in four games. Miguel Turnier, fresh off his suspension, uh, had two goals, four assists in three games for the Laval Titan, and Jacob Gooby for Drummondville, three and zero, a nine fifty-six save percentage and a one, three, three goals against average. So good for Gooby going to Drummondville and, and playing well. I mean, there that was the knock on him in Charlottetown, could he be the guy? Could he lead this team? And mm-hmm. he, you know, I'm, I'm sure that wasn't easy to get uh, dealt in a year they're going for. But good on him to to go there and and show that he can lead a lead a club with uh, with Riley Mercer.
0: He was always a, a talented goal. Yeah. He, Charlottetown just let me put this in a nice way. Uh, no, screw it. Charlottetown <laughs> never gave him the opportunity yeah. uh, to to prove himself. Really, yeah. he was always stuck behind. Was it Matt, Matt Welsh? Matt was his Welsh. rookie his rookie year? Yep. And then Colton Ellis? Yep. Was it Col- Colton yeah, Ellis? Yeah, Colton Ellis. Yep. Okay, yep. yeah. Um, I mean,
1: Welsh in a rookie year is
0: it, the, obvious. The obvious, but Colton uh, Ellis? And then Colton Ellis, uh, you know, and then, you know, you, you, you who was their goalie? Satney? Was Satany the starter in the first half?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was-, the, was Gooby? He was, no, it was Gooby and Satney.
0: Right. Because they, they...
1: they were like, we're going to go all into Gooby, and then they took Satney in the first round yeah. of
0: the Eurodraft. Yes, correct. Yeah. And then, uh, geez, uh, Jim Holden really sounds, uh, yeah, those are some good words from Jim Holden.
1: Yeah. And then they went ahead and yeah. uh, traded for Le Pena, which... it Sounds familiar around
0: here, eh? Where we uh, <laughs> literally told Lavallee he was the guy, and then- uh, yeah, made the deal for yeah. Roderick. Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good on Gooby for uh, for really, you know, proving Charlottetown, or Jim Holton at least wrong. for. Uh, but uh, at the same side of things, Charlottetown had to make that deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they needed their goalie. And uh, yeah, Gooby's shining in Jordanville, yeah. so it's, it's good to see. That's uh, sometimes all it takes is a change of scenery, uh, and uh, he's proven it.
1: Yeah, he was uh, 12 and 6 in Charlottetown, uh, 254 goals against and a 900 save percentage. Drummondville he's 7 and 6, uh, 338 goals against average 900, but there's two very different teams
0: mm-hmm.
1: from Charlottetown to Drummondville. Um Drummondville's maybe a year out and him and Riley Mercer, that is a that is a good tandem um, moving forward for Drummondville. So they're they're set up in net. Uh, not a big shock. Drummondville seems to generally have good goaltending. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's good to see for him. Um, so, yeah, that's your Cuban GHL Team of the Week. We will get on there. Mark our words. We will get on there at some point. Uh, but let's get into the Weekly Rewind. Weekly Rewind. <laughs> the Wildcats go 2-1 and one and now are 23-22, 5-1 for 52 points. Still fifth in the Maritimes and seventh in the East, but now we get a series against the Quebec Grand Bar, uh, based on where we are in the standings. Don't hate that. I'll take it. Yep, I'll take it. I feel like going two and one. Uh, by the time you hear this, maybe we got the the victory against uh, Cape Breton. We now are three in the past four, coming off a seven game losing streak. It just that I, as much as we were like ah. Last week, I think things just kind of settled in nicely. Had a good week, and you can feel good about the the club moving forward.
0: I couldn't agree more. Yeah, uh, the you know we got off to a good start. We we you know that win against Cape Breton was a good uh, a good way to get get it kicked off. And yeah, like we said, you know, Barbashev came in and uh, he, he don't again don't know how he didn't get a star in that game. Uh, but yeah, he was up at uh I think he said he was up at 3.30, <laughs> you know, a 5 a.m. flight. Gets into Moncton at, uh, you know, probably 8 a.m. You know, That's a, probably
1: not a straight through Friday. That's probably uh, Kitchener to well, Toronto to Kitchener probably, to Moncton
0: all the year. You're probably busing from Kitchener to, to Toronto and then yep. flying direct to, yep. uh, to Moncton. So I'm sure he probably got a pregame nap in. But if not, my God, uh, I can only imagine how tired he was. Uh, but yeah. good on him for, for stepping up, played a huge game. And, um, you know, it was really, uh, Alex Mercier is, you know, really starting to, to get it figured out, yep. you know, uh, the hockey gods, you, you, you gotta believe in the hockey gods. Cause mm-hmm. you know what that, um, empty net the empty netter man were, you know, uh, well, after I watched the video and I sent, you know, we did that tweet there, I, I kind of looked and I was like, okay, well maybe he didn't exactly have a clear shot on the empty net, which is why he passed off to Ty Bell. But,
1: but uh, how many young players... See an open net, yeah. Even though there's a guy in there, and they try and snipe a, like pass his leg, or just mm-hmm. fire it down down the ice because there's not much time left. Yeah. Like, they try to make that that play that they don't need to make happen.
0: I think didn't Phil Dow score his first Q goal into an empty net? I we got to look back on that one, but uh, it's that's I f- I feel like he did, yeah. Something it, it's it was against Cape Breton, I think. Let's uh, you know, oddly enough, but <laughs> um, that's just coming into my head. Um, but yeah, uh, for him to pass the puck to Ty Bell, um, big, you know, that, that's, uh, that's a big move. Uh, he could have easily went, you know, co- took a couple of feet, uh, went a couple feet more to the right and, and shot into the net, but uh, he's the kind of kid that, you know, wants to, he, he wanted to score on a goalie. And you're right, hockey gods next night. In Saint John, first Q goal. So that's about all the hockey gods gave us. In yeah, that one. yeah. <laughs> um, are you trying to fact check me here on that? Dow I'm just, thing? I'm just
1: kind of looking. Um, the, going back to the the Screaming Eagles game, that was probably the most complete game I've seen the Moncton Wildcats play from start to finish. Um, you know, we talked about, I think it was like a month ago when you're playing Cape Breton, like let's get a game where it's never in doubt from start to finish. We don't have to worry about comebacks. We don't have to hold on. We don't have to whatever. That one for me was probably the most complete game I've seen them play. Mm-hmm. If not in the second half, maybe all year, start to finish, they took control of that whole hockey game.
0: Yeah, they really did. And that was a that was a game where you almost had to, you almost had, you had to win it almost, right? Because yep. you, you wanted those points. You're starting to go down in the standings. Um so yeah, you almost had to uh, win that game, and they mm-hmm. did, uh, and which is really good. I mean, I think you're you're probably, you know, feeling good about this game in Cape Breton too. But you, you never know what's going to happen. Um, oddly enough, I didn't hear from Andrew Barrington no, after he's, that game. He's awfully silent. Yes, but oh, geez, if they win, if they lose in, in Cape Breton, you know, gonna, yeah, you know, he's going to be messaging us on that uh, right after that game, right? D- and uh, if they
1: do, do you make that trade, right?
0: Yeah, look at that. Filled oh no, empty, empty net netter against Cape G- Breton. Cape Breton. My man. God, I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what it, December thirteenth, twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, he got the empty netter against Cape Breton to seal it four nothing for his first Q goal. For his first yeah. Q goal, and then he kind of just went on it. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, on that was just that was the last game before the uh, Christmas, Christmas break. break. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's he, why that that's yeah. yeah.
0: And then he went off after Christmas yeah. break. Yeah, because
1: uh, we kind of said like, good thing he didn't go into the Christmas break like. Clutching a stick, trying to worrying about it. yeah. Good call, good yeah. good memory,
0: man. So um, yeah, that that game in St. John. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll give him crap on a stick for yeah.
1: Like, they've had a couple throwaway games. Um, that one for sure. That
0: was the, uh, the absolute worst defensive effort I've seen. Yeah, um, I feel bad for Philly. I don't think Philly had a chance on any of them. If you go back oh, no. and maybe maybe one, but. Um, don't you no. Know, uh, but you know what? They made a game out of it, if you want to put it that way. Uh, to go out and score, what they get? It? Was it five three or eight three? Eight
1: three. So eight, the first three. period, they, I don't, they didn't show up. They, no, uh, they didn't show they up. They thought at all. the game started at eight o'clock. Yeah, they, uh, they hung Philly on out to dry. Let's be honest. They're, that poor guy's been playing really well, really well. You're getting a game against St. John, and and they hung him out to dry, and they know it. Um, mm. but you know, they showed a little bit of fight at the end of the first period, down 4 nothing. They kind of got into a few scraps and, you know, got some roughing penalties and just mucked it up a little bit. And then, well, I, cards on the table, I flipped it off. I'm like, well, 5 nothing. I'm well, out. Uh, yeah. You know, when de, de, when Dow scored, I was like, ah, I'm out and turned it off. Um, And then I turned it back and, yeah, Moncton kind of started to make a game out of it. And it was 5-2 and, you know, the hockey gods for Mercier. His first and a nice a nice one.
0: Yeah, it was almost like one of those. Uh, I no, well, it's he. The it was Pilate the point was it not? Yep, and I think he was trying to shoot it wide, but it kind of deflected off a of defender right onto Mercier's stick, which yep. kind of threw Couture off a little bit because um, I think Couture was was anticipating the shot off the uh, off the end boards um so yeah that was uh but yeah well right right spot right place Yep. uh you know that was it was an off-wing goal too right um uh, so he's he's picking up his game right he's he's getting his opportunities uh i think i you know a couple a few weeks ago I, th- I i think he'd i said we'd he'd play better in the second line well he's playing third right now and putting up points and <laughs> But he's you getting know. power play time. Yeah. Other been than Barbashev, you know, it's, it's it's almost as if he's been on every goal, it seems. Like, his, yep. he's he's making it, uh, he's out there, he's he's getting his opportunities, he's he's picking up the points, he's going to be a really good player. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's super excited to watch him over the next few years, because he's going to be really good.
1: And then Kalmakov got his 100th, so congratulations to him getting his 100th goal in the queue, and it was, it was 5-2, and so I'm like, ah, all right, well, it's 5-2, let's, you know, Moncton's done stranger things. And uh, you're listening to – because Tim was really quiet on the on the stream. So um, I tried to temper the excitement from John Moore. And uh, at one point, it was 5-2, and they're kind of going on face-off. He's like, the next goal will be key. And I'm like, dude, it's 5-2. What do you mean the next <laughs> goal will be key? <laughs> and, and then, of course, to four scores, and it's 6-2. And then, you know, they kind of took the wind out of the sails. Barbashev got one. Um, but, you know, that was another one of those – throwaway games and you know st john's had just lost what just lost their first one after 10 in a row yeah so they obviously they were not they uh, lost another
0: one they lost to the halifax
1: and then they lost yeah they've lost two out of three we've won two out of three we're not even, we're not catching up right. to them man yeah we're coming right. um but yeah that one was just a, a throwaway game and then uh sunday sunday fun day like the, I said, the, uh, the game that we all expected to, yeah, to win right exactly it, it was uh Uh, like I said on live, I mean that we, I don't know how many times be fun to see and how many, remember how many times we've actually come on here and said, every time they get blown out, they come back and they either win the next one or they're in it. And well, I mean, six shots in the final 40 minutes is probably not the best way to win. But, uh, Jonathan Lemieux was the Jonathan Lemieux that we thought we'd get. Uh, Mm. and he was unbelievable. Yeah,
0: it was something else. That like, um, that goalie, that, that performance, that goaltender performance, I have to look pretty far back to remember a performance from a goaltender in a Wildcats uniform like that one. Like we're talking, oh well, man, I, we got, I've, you know, my memory is pretty bad, but you know, that <laughs> no, it's not. not really well, no, it's not, <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't, I but don't your think... memory,
1: might, your Wildcats memory is not bad. I'll That's give you that. That's
0: true, but I can't <laughs> I can't remember a performance like that from a goaltender since like the Nicola Riapel days in yeah. Moncton. It it's just um the saves that he made the Dubo years. Dubo du had some pretty s- stellar games yeah. too. Um Matthew Waite years. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these hues... <laughs>
1: Just to let you know, folks that that oh. is not a mistake. Do not count the Mathway years as a the, mistake. Uh, Dominic uh, yeah. uh
0: that that was just one hell of yep. a performance. Um, and if you read the Times transcript, uh, <laughs> Daniqueau was like, it "Wasn't a perfect game." Well, well, it wasn't a perfect game because you penalties. Yeah, uh, look. Uh, Jackson Bellamy has need you need to chill. Uh Connor Olsen, you you need to chill. Um Yeah, you can't be taking those penalties. Um look, I, I don't I actually to, don't to mind seeing say, that from Connor Olsen. That's to say we got fortunate, um when I say this. Well, Islanders lost Lucas Cormier in this game, and yeah. their power play was in shambles without him. Yeah. Um, so... Because I don't geez. even think they had him for a power play, no. did they? I, I th- Maybe in the first, or, or late in the first, or early maybe.
1: second. Maybe. Yeah, because I texted you at the game. I was like, is Cormie on the bench? Because you were sitting right behind. Because if you don't see Lucas Cormier on that first power play, he's not in the game. Mm. Because he's it's not like they're
0: going to put him on the second power play to get more opportunities. Yeah. Uh, it was they. they it was it, it was a complete cluster uh, f for their power play. It just yep. wasn't the, the power play you'd expect from Charlottetown without him, and that just says a lot about Lucas Cormier's game. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I'm not going to say that we got lucky because you never want to say you got lucky when a player gets injured. But no, uh, I think it would have been a different result if Cormier was in this game because uh, the the amount of power the the amount of opportunities we gave Charlottetown's power play especially in that third period the third period those yeah. what they hit the post on like seconds apart from yeah. each other uh on, on the mess on the Charlottetown message boards a few of them were saying the puck was actually in
1: I, I heard that actually yeah. one of the one of uh wildcat fans said that that, that I talked to frequently said that that was in and I was like no, it looked clearly like it went off the post, but they were saying oh. maybe it went off the inside inside padding and come back out. I well, haven't looked they, at they'd it. They'd review
0: but. that, so. Yeah. Which uh, I thought
1: that's what they were reviewing, but I think they mm-hmm. were looking at the time on the clock yeah, more yeah. than
0: the goal. Which is interesting if they were looking at the time and not the, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they were, I don't know. There's Maybe it was in, maybe it wasn't, but there doesn't seem to be much of an uproar from Charlottetown yeah. today about it, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we're we're pretty lucky there and do you like the little change on the power Because
1: I, I I didn't mind Kluche on that power play the last couple games, but um I don't I don't think uh... you know, I, I thought I had written it down for the live there. So you had Barbashev, um Pilot and uh Barbashev jumped on there. Pilot was the defenseman on that power on the first unit, um along with Loshing, Kalmakoff, and LaBelle. And then the second unit had Mercier, Daniel, Cluchet, uh, and either Olsen and Bellamy or Ayasenza and uh, M. Moran. W- we asked for them to kind of change it up, and they did. Um, you know, they were putting Mercier on the second power play. I didn't hate it. I mean, it worked out. They scored a goal. They also went one for eight on the power play. But yeah. I didn't mind the look of getting a Barbashev on the power play.
0: I, I, think, I, I think people who know me... Know my thoughts about Kluche. Yeah. Um, however, I, I do want to point out that you made me look stupid because <laughs> during that, was it the St. John game? Yeah. Where I said, whose bright idea was it to put Kluche in the first power play unit? <laughs> and I was and like, well, he's in
1: that Lucci troll where he just kind of stands just there. He stands in front of the net. No, that's K. Breton game and
0: he scored. Yeah, and just he literally scores by <laughs> <laughs> standing in front of the net with a stick on the ice. Um, Which, yeah, so. That's your job. <laughs> You, you did it. You yeah, did, you did it, and and he, uh, he earned it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's
1: earning the power play time.
0: So, yeah, um, uh, I've already thought of uh, when the season's over, we've got a pretty good game that we're going to play. Oh so, boy, uh, it involves him, Mister Kluczy. Oh boy. Um. So uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be fun, but yeah, he's if it works, it works. Yep. Um. It's a different look. Um not sure if it'll work against other teams but uh try it maybe i think i guess <laughs> keep it going yeah i don't know how i feel about like, it like i said i
1: they got one they missed on the next seven with the same power play but they got one
0: well the power plays were non-existent yeah exactly like, uh that's a pretty p- p- pathetic power play if you ask me like yeah. it's you know, a few one weeks ago, so one for five and two yep. for three. So we were joking about declining power plays. Well, we should start declining power plays yep. because it's they can't get nothing going. It, you know, that if
1: they lose the face-off. if they win the face-off, they can get something going. If they lose it, Epoch's going down the ice and it it's not taking a in. minute and 20 seconds yeah. for them to get back in. And sh- you know, Charlottetown's power play or penalty kill. And I said this um, when they were in Schwinnigan when I watched that one. I was like, I don't know if Moncton's going to get a shot on the power play because they a younger team likes likes to have that time and space and Charlottetown takes the time and space away especially on the power play. They're very aggressive um, on their penalty kill um, and you know they're aggressive in, in that game in general. I, I, I tend to think that that was not the Charlottetown Islanders that were you know they had a few injuries but that was a very mm-hmm. undisciplined first period from them. Um, like I'm sure, Holton is tripping, holding, slashing, roughing, like those th- first three penalties. They're they're not even in the defensive z- the offensive zone. Like they're away from the yeah. puck. They're th- those are not penalties that he wants to take um, to get down, especially when you're you're down. But you know, credit to Moncton, they got blown out. They came back 18 to two in the third period. Probably not a recipe for a lot of W's down the stretch. But when your goaltender is there to steal a game. It works. Steal a game. Holy yeah.
0: crap! That was—he um, could
1: have had the hardest worker for second and third star. <laughs> yeah.
0: He should have came out for the second star, even yeah. though it was P-Lock, because yeah. P-Lock couldn't come out. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, that's you know, this is one of those classic ones. I've said it many times in the first half. You know, you you you, you win some games that you're not supposed to win, and this is a. Yeah. Uh, you know,
1: this is one that these two not, points uh, are going to be big coming into season. Oh,
0: they're huge. Uh, they, they are huge. Like these two
1: points could keep us in the Eastern Conference,
0: right? It could keep us out you, of a lottery spot. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. it's, um, obviously you're going to need a few more, few more wins. Yep. Um, but I mean, if you right now, if you're a Wildcats fan, you're A, hoping you're not in a lottery position and you're hoping for as many Valdor losses as possible. Because with that second rounder, you want that pick to be as high as possible. Um, they managed to pull off their own upset over the weekend. They beat uh-huh. Sherbrooke in a shootout. Um, yeah, stop doing that. And but I, I watched that overtime. It was a sh- I watched that overtime. Yeah. Joshua Waugh, Xavier Xavier Perron, and who's the other guy that plays with him? teal Yeah,
1: Until yeah. had
0: a three on zero in overtime. They didn't even get a shot off. Trying to make that perfect pretty play and wow. They didn't even get a shot off. <laughs> like it's wow. You got two of the more dynamic players in the league and they don't even get a shot on goal. Where's <laughs> that in our
1: game? Oh,
0: God. Like um, too many passes, trying to be too cute. Yep. And the goalie just he just jumps off jumps at the puck. <laughs> just jumped at it.
1: So right now we are 8 points out of a lottery spot right now. Rendrange sits fifth, uh, with what do they sit fifth with forty six points. We're at fifty two, so right now we're not quite we're we're not there. It's not
0: bad. We're not there. It's a good cushion. Isn't that six? No, is it? Yeah, six. Yeah. My bad. That was an April Fool's. <laughs> yeah, that's one. I there. was just parable. At yeah, Bath. that's just the Alberta education system coming through. Yeehaw! <laughs> um, yeah, so six points.
1: So there's a bit of a cushion there. Um, not a comfortable cushion no. and Valdor right now
0: would be 19
1: 20 21 22 23 24th so the 24th pick.
0: Yeah. and if you look at Valdor look at Ruin Aranda I mean if they if they reel off a couple of wins against Valdor they're right up in there, right they're right back in it yeah like they're right on their heels yeah um so it's gonna be very very close uh, we have a tough schedule I would say ruin Aranda has a probably easier schedule than we do um, but at the same time, I wouldn't say easy. Yeah. Because, um, uh, like, a game for Ruin Aranda f- against Valdor would be a game for Moncton against Cape Breton. Like, you could, Valdor could easily beat Ruin Aranda, but Ruin Aranda should beat Valdor. Like, it's. Uh, and that's it, who they faced on Tuesday. hmm. Aranda and Valdor. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're a Wildcats fan, you're a. Um, hoping you get as many points from now to the end of the season to keep yourself out of a lottery position and two hoping Valdor loses as many games as possible. um, So that second round pick is, is high. So, that's uh that's the standings yeah. watch I've been <laughs> I've been doing lately. Yeah, so
1: we got one game left against Cape Breton to get those extra points, mm-hmm. and Renoranda has four against Valdor. Yeah, that's it, right? So yeah. that's uh and I think that so could be the. But at the same Ren-Randa time, Renoranda's got two against Blainville, Drummondville, Victoriaville, uh, Shakutami, Two against Baycomo, Gatineau. Two against Shakutami. Yeah. So they got one against Sherbrooke. Yeah. So while uh, we get three against uh. St. John and Charlottetown and Bathurst, Mm -hmm. they get one against Sherbrooke. Yeah. So
0: it's going to be tough. Um, It will be very tough. It's uh, hope to God we can kind of stay out of that, but uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, it's um, if, if it happens, it happens. That trade looks even worse. Yeah. Uh, If it doesn't, well, if it doesn't, let's say (laughs) Halifax is probably gonna get sixth or something, the sixth pick or something like that. Right. So, um, that's all you can do. Yep. Can so do. we
1: got three in four now. Uh, we got the Cape Breton. As you hear this, you'll hear this. We've already played Cape Breton. We're hoping that we've won that one, and we've now won three of the past four um, instead of uh, coming off a big one nothing victory and then uh, kind of a letdown, which I guess could kind of feel like a little bit like a trap game um, coming off against Charlottetown in a one nothing surprise that uh, everyone in Moncton figured we'd get. Um, coming off a big emotional victory like that and then you've got uh Bathurst Friday Saturday and Sunday which means Johnny Rockets coming <laughs> um I mean three very tough uh tough games this weekend I mean if they're if they get three out of four and the emotional victory over Charlottetown and they get keep it rolling against Cape Breton which I believe Philion will probably play in that one I don't think they'll go back to Lemieux on a shut against they've Cape been, Breton yeah they've been kind of rotating them. I think after a tough start where you left Trillion hanging out to dry, I think you got to give him Cape Breton to give him that. You can't have him go against St. John and then Lemieux gets Cape Breton and then he's got to go against Bath. I think he go against Cape Breton. I think, Let him get uh, honest, his feet back under him.
0: I th- don't think you can say no to Lemieux after his performance on Sunday. And that's that's um, a very good point. I if if you go out and you shut out the number 1 team in the league, there's I I just can't understand how you don't get the next start Mm -hmm. Um, and then you just go Philly Lemieux Philly in the three and three so it's I I just I don't understand how you don't start Lemieux against Cape Breton that's just my uh, you have to reward that performance yep and the team has to you know you you basically have to ice the same lineup as what I say because you're You've got to reward that effort. Yep. And you, you can't be making changes here and there by, uh, you know, after one of their better performances or better games of True. the year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can change it up. That's just where I'm at on that one.
1: No, and that's a very valid, perfect point. And you can see both sides of it. You either keep going with Lemieux because he earned it after that game, or you can give Philly on a chance. Behind after the the St. John game to get that game out of his mind, but I don't I don't hate Lemieux going against Cape Breton and then going Philly on Lemieux Philly on, um, Bathurst is quite a team. I mean they had the shutout victory over Cape Breton. Uh, what are we? I don't even know what to expect against Bathurst in three and three. Three and threes are difficult as it is. It's basically a playoff series. I mean Cape Breton just had this against Bathurst. I think they went three and three with. I believe two in Cape Breton and one in, in Bathurst. But I mean, I feel like we're going to get a physical feisty affair with these three teams. Um, I, I back to back to back. It's, it's basically a playoff series. Well, of mini playoff series.
0: Yeah, it really is. Um, and you know, fingers crossed we can get one point. <laughs> like, is that <laughs> too much to ask? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, a win against Cape Breton and then <laughs> one point out of six. Uh, it would Not be, that we don't believe. <laughs> it would be a nice to yeah. just to take away, uh, you know. I don't <laughs> Look, care Bathurst if
1: Bathurst has won nine in a row.
0: Yeah. Now yeah. they've played... Their schedule
1: hasn't been a... Uh, I don't believe it's been a murderer's row, per se. I think they... I'm trying to find it here. But yeah
0: just give me one point that
1: surprised one point on a,
0: on a three and three against again another top team in the league like i'll <laughs> take that yeah
1: um it's not even like we can say well we're you know this is a type you know this is the team's we're the team that's going to get back goaltenders chad arsenal isn't a slouch in net he just had a shutout uh against cape breton on on sunday so <laughs> i mean this team is they've won nine in a row they've completely turned it around since they hired their new coach um, I mean, we saw against Bathurst the last time we played him in the, in the OJ, uh, injury game, Moncton was right in that one and they gave up a, a special teams goal and kind of took him out of it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much X, you know,
1: yeah, five. So they, yeah, they beat Charlottetown, Halifax, Cape Breton, Cape Breton, Cape Breton, Halifax, Halifax, Cape Breton. So. They beat Charlottetown in that nine. I mean, we're in that nine and zero. Oh, but since that game where we were kind of in it and lost five three, they've had Charlottetown, they've had Halifax and Cape Breton back to back. Just don't, just don't come out with the efforts that you came out against St. John. Like, be on time, be ready to go on that back to back at home, and let's get forty seven hundred people in the arena again.
0: Yeah, oh, Bathurst will be will be without yeah. Malanson too, right? Yeah, another dumbass suspension. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not a dumbass suspension, dumbass move. Four-game um, suspension. Yeah, to get suspended. So he's going to miss, like, all, all three mm-hmm. games, right? So mm-hmm.
1: um, <laughs> and he's going to miss the Charlottetown one on – do they have four in four nights? Oh, no. So they're playing Wednesday against Charlottetown, and then they've got the three and three. I thought they were playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was like, good Lord. But, yeah, they got Charlottetown on the 30th. Um, So you'll probably – we might get Arsenal in that first one, and that's the one that you can get, right?
0: Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, like, I just want... Give me one point. Yeah, Give me one point out of six. <laughs> uh, you, you can't ask for more than that. No. Um, if you can get two, give me two. <laughs> you know? Give me <laughs> the yeah. two points. Yep. Uh, get all the points you can get. Points matter right now. Uh, and, you know, steal a win. Uh, but at this point, st- <laughs> honestly win who cares yeah steal a point that's what i want exactly steal a point give me one one out of six let's go that'd give me a passing grade not a passing grade in high school but a passing grade on the <laughs> podcast next week let's put it that way
1: <laughs> absolutely all right you ready for the uh, everyone's favorite part of the show we oui? <laughs> every realtor buyer house from him Stick tap of the week. Oh, we might get that live next oh week. My. Oh, my. Oh, I don't know wow. what we're going to do, whether it's going to be a live post-game show. Oh my. Uh, there probably will be a podcast that will come out.
0: There will be a drunken show. Could be a
1: drunken show after the Bathurst game at uh, 4 o'clock on Saturday. That's right.
0: I actually got a diaper party to go to, so I might have to... Uh, the hell di- you do. Yeah, well, we'll see. Anyway, stick tap. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so this weekend will be the uh, end of an era. I'll we'll put it that way. Yeah, uh, the social media rumors appear to be true. Uh, it'll be uh, we'll see the end of, of Wild Willie um, in uh, as the Moncton Wildcats mascot. Um, I, I I know this man personally. I'm not going to say his name on on you know on, on the show, uh, but Wild Willie has been a staple of, of this organization for you know from from day one. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if it's been the same person since day 1 uh playing the part but this individual uh I know for certain has been Wild Willy for at least 13 years that's wow. that's all I can say um since 2008 it's been the same uh the same individual so um huge amount of respect for Wild Willy uh, you know, you you, you you for for what you've seen some what you see sometimes in the states or at other events of how fans treat mascots. Um, Wild Willie has managed to not have that happen to to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I I do want to give the stick to Wild Willie because uh, you know in terms of being uh, a family friendly. Uh, atmosphere at hockey games uh, for Wild Willie's been the you know standard standard right uh, it's not an animal it's not a scary thing like gritty you know Hunter. It's, uh, yeah like these <laughs> he's not the Philly fanatic yeah. you know he's not gonna he's not gonna moon the fans yeah. or anything like that Wild Willie was the the standard for a family-friendly atmosphere Uh, and you know, just deserves a a whole world of, of credit for, um, for the games, the work, the hours, the community events, you know, literally it's not just the, the hockey games that Wild Willie's at, right? He, he, Wild Willie's at the barbecues, the, the the road hockey, the the everything, all the community events, Wild Willie's there. Um, if I wanted to invite Wild Willie to my wedding, I probably would have, Wild Willie probably would have showed up to my wedding. Yeah. So, um, yeah, big shout out to Wild Willie for, for everything, uh, you've done, you know, over the years and, uh, it's going to be different without you. Uh, but hopefully there's some sort of rebrand, rebrand, modernization of a, of a Wildcats mascot that will be introduced next season. That, uh, you know, just attracts fans back to, not necessarily back to the ring, but to the ring with, with fan, uh, you know, with, with their young kids and kind of follows the same, uh, you know, character yeah. that uh, the Wild Willie was. Or... So there you go, Wild Willie. This one's for you. Thanks for showing up to that uh, viewing party at Game I 7 was, at St. Louis. I was going to say. <laughs> hoping so... to get you in too much yeah. trouble. <laughs> but, uh...
1: you, you talk about him being at, you know, not just games, but events and barbecues and road hockeys and... You know, commercial, I just want, they, they better have a mascot because I don't know how they're going to sell anything for their commercials if Wild Willie's not part of it. But, um, I mean, obviously my favorite memory is Wild Willie showing up on un, un, at an unsanctioned Wildcats because we're officially the unofficial podcast. Um, showed up the Game 7 at uh, St. Louis. Um, do you, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have, a other than that, do you have a favorite Wild Willie memory that you can narrow down or share? Uh
0: Character Wild Willy or not character Wild Willy? Probably character Wild Willy. Uh, Honestly, no. Because, like, you know, for me, when I started going to the games, like, the whole Wild Willy experience was, yeah kind of old. Yeah. Right? Uh, I was, yeah, yeah, I went to games as as a young kid. But um, I will say, though, at the game on Sunday, I went with Avery. Yeah. That was the first time she was not scared to hug him. That's why you keep a mascot, ladies and gentlemen. She wasn't like at any other time. I brought her to a hockey game. Yep. You know, she she would say she would sit in the car. I'm going to hug Wild Willie today. And then she'd get to the rink. She'd see him, and she would cry. She would not want to go see Wild Willie. But uh, you know, this last Sunday, the first time she's ever kind of come around to 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 hugging, to right. hugging Wild Willie, and right. I, you can kind of. Wild Willie has a great memory because it's been a while since I brought Avery to a hockey game and Wild Willie whispered in my ear and said, finally.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: After the nice. hug. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Finally. <laughs> um, so that is why you keep mascots around because, um, you know, there are kids that are, that's going to take a while to, to get used to mascots. Right. You you see these kids that, you know, they still cry when they yeah. see Wild Willie. Um, but for, you know, for Avery to go up and hug him for the first time, that was just, you know what? That was awesome. I knew she, I knew at that point it was going to be a good, a good day for, yeah. you know, for, for me. Cause, um, I don't, I haven't told her that he's not going to you know, while Willie's not yeah. going to be around anymore. So, yeah. uh, we'll see. Smart. It's, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Cause we'll, uh, we'll talk about that when it comes. Exactly. The stick tap of the week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to
1: buy or sell a home in the Greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on
0: social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802.
1: And that brings us to the Rosemary Lynn Massage Wildcat Wildcat of the Week. Right now, both her, both Nicole and Angelina are accepting new clients and they direct bill. Just give them a call 506-830-1224 or follow. Rosemary Lynn Massage on Instagram. Rosemary underscore Lynn underscore massage. She's always got uh in the stories, they've always got uh openings. So you can uh you can get in there and get a massage and just relax from all the craziness. Uh the Wildcat of the week goes to a player that I spoiler alert said on the live on Monday uh or on Sunday night. Man, this kid has gotta be exhausted from this past week. Um I uh, I I'm hoping Dan the just didn't give him practice time. Just take your take your days, rest and recuperate. Um, he played four games in five days, including Wednesday in Kitchener, Thursday against Cape Breton, Friday against St. John, and then Sunday against Charlottetown. Uh, he was back Thursday, two goals and an assist versus the Eagles, three points again against the Sea Dogs, and then an assist against the Islanders. Had a huge. Diving block uh, on the power play, just laid right out for that, which is something that we're just used to now. Um, he brings it with the physicality. I don't know how he didn't get a star in that first, week, first game back against Gabe Breton with two goals and an assist. Uh, your Wildcast Wildcat of the week goes to number 45, Maxime Barbashev. Um, That's it for us this week. Again, yeah, we've got three in three. Uh, back-to-back home games against Bathurst on uh, Friday, Saturday at four, Sunday at three. The Sunday game could, in fact, be one of Wild Willie's final games. So if you have a family, um, it's Sunday Fun Day. Uh, we had 4,700 people last week. If if you're not sure, this would be one to get at because it could be. It, may, it might not be, but if it is, get there um, and let's celebrate this this mascot this mascot that's been an absolute staple um in this uh in this city in this market and you know what johnny rocket's in town that's enough of a reason to be there on saturday um come by section 108 come by see us um you've heard him on the show uh, he's a good person he's a good dude whoa, whoa, wrong song and uh, <laughs> this, this one's for you but oh uh, where'd it go that, wasn't, that was embarrassing let's try that again there we go um yeah it's we're gonna we're gonna party we're gonna party and uh so stay tuned to our social media stay tuned uh for the live podcast as johnny rocket is in town his bathurst is here for three for two games this weekend it's really hard to concentrate with that <laughs> that song um yeah so again listen to the show intently um let us know how many mistakes we made uh, hit us up on all the socials: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Text us. Text Jeremy. Everybody's got that guy's number. Um, let us know. Eh, let us know how many mistakes we made, and you could win a twenty-five dollar gift card from one of our loyal listeners in Ryan Dupuy, who donated to us. Have a good week.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast. <laughs>